Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Thursday, December 22nd. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Arts organizations had a rough few years with the pandemic shutting down venues and cutting into revenue. In 2022, many worked to get audiences back. COVID is still here. It's not going anywhere. And so we still have to have some precautions in place and just have people be aware that, that we are out, but we're not. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis and Jeremy Goodwin will recap the year in regional arts. The National Weather Service in St. Louis is calling for upwards of three inches of snow in the storm that is approaching. Similar amounts are expected in Quincy and Rolla. Winter storm and wind chill warnings have been issued for all three areas. Meteorologist Melissa Bird says most of the snow will come down today. The worst conditions with this will be when the uh, heavy snow will be falling uh, across the metro area, uh, blown around by the gusty winds, will be between 11 a.m. and 5 p.m. today and then it'll taper off uh, through the early evening hours. The temperatures will drop further once most of the snow moves out, leading to wind chills of around minus 30 tonight and tomorrow. Bird is advising people to stay home if they don't have to go out. That is also the message from transportation officials. Crews have been pre-treating roads as they prepare for temperatures that will drop below zero. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports. The storm will bring with it snow, high-speed winds, and the coldest temperatures seen so far this season. Officials say people should stay off-roads unless traveling's absolutely necessary. Getting stranded in such cold temperatures could be life-threatening. Missouri Department of Transportation District Maintenance Engineer Bob Becker says crews are preparing for snow. He says he's also concerned about bitter cold temperatures. When those temperatures drop like that, our chemicals don't work as well. So it is takes slower, takes longer time for that to be effective. Becker says high winds, forecasted up to 45 miles an hour, will likely blow snow back onto recently plowed roads. That decreases visibility and makes driving more treacherous. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. In other news, St. Louis area-based Centene will pay roughly $44 million for allegations it overcharged Iowa's Medicaid program. The money will be split between the state and the federal Medicaid system. A review by the Iowa Attorney General's Office finds irregularities in the reporting of pharmacy benefit services costs, including the price of prescription drugs. Centene is not admitting to any wrongdoing as part of this deal. Iowa joins a list of states to reach settlements with Centene, including Illinois, Arkansas, and Kansas. Expungement of nonviolent marijuana convictions in Missouri must be complete by early June. It's one of the provisions in the amendment to legalize recreational marijuana, which voters in the state approved this year. Matt Schmidt is an assistant public defender previously based in St. Louis, and he works with people to get their records expunged. He says some courts are already making the process easier. I saw the first guy come in on a marijuana charge, and he was on probation for that. And um, they were getting to the part where they... uh, talk about revoking his probation he gets to ask for a public defender so I started paying attention and then the judge realized the underlying charge was marijuana and just let him go right there. Schmidt was a guest yesterday on St. Louis on the Air. The state of Illinois is about to offer more cannabis dispensary licenses. Alex Stegman reports. People can start applying for one of 55 conditional licenses starting January 30th. 
The state's Department of Financial and Professional Regulation says applicants can submit basic information like the name of their organization and list of principal officers and then pay a $250 application fee. A lottery will select the conditional license winners. They'll have 45 days to prove that they meet social equity requirements. Applications will be accepted through February 14th with the lottery conducted as soon as the list is finalized. According to a newly revised law, the state has until July 1st to issue these licenses. I'm Alex Dagman. Outgoing Illinois Congressman Rodney Davis says the Republican Party missed a golden opportunity to make major gains in the November election. The Taylorville Republican lost in his primary to represent the newly drawn 15th district that includes part of the Metro East. Davis says his party blew a chance to defeat Governor J.B. Pritzker. Because candidate quality matters. And Darren Bailey was a, a f- abject failure as a candidate for governor. He failed to raise the resources. He failed to rally Republican support. Davis says the narrow Republican majority in the U.S. House reflects a divided America. He also says much of the debate in Congress does not reflect how many Americans are somewhere near the political center. St. Louis arts organizations saw 2022 as the beginning of a new normal as the pandemic continued. Shows resumed and concerts and festivals came back in full, but hurdles remained. St. Louis Public Radio reporters spoke with arts leaders about the year's highlights and how they are moving forward. I'm Chad Davis. And I am Jeremy Goodwin. And we're here to give our recap of 2022 in the arts. Yeah, and there were a lot of moments this year that stood out to us and that stood out to artists and arts leaders uh, all over the region. In some ways, it felt like a return to capital A arts. Arts. That's right, where organizations put on big events, like the St. Louis Shakespeare Festival's take on Much Ado About Mm -hmm, Nothing mm -hmm. and A Midsummer Night's Dream. Those were some fresh takes on pretty old plays, but we also had some local artists adapting some recent history onto the stage. Colin McLaughlin based action on revered St. Louis activist Percy Green Mm -hmm. and his fellow activists when they planned their 1972 infiltration of the Veiled Prophet Ball. And Anita Jackson and Ryan Marquez wrote and produced the play's theme song. May I, may I cue a little taste of it? I'd be upset if you didn't. Fair. (laughs) There were a lot of big moments this year, a lot of creativity. There's no shortage of that at all. I mean, obviously we saw the show still went on. Andrew Jorgensen, who leads Opera Theater St. Louis, says it was great to get out of the parking lot, which is where they produced their shows in 2021. (laughs) They made it inside to the main stage this year for Awakenings. It's a world premiere opera and adaptation of Oliver Sacks' work. Opera Theater expected a boost in attendance from pre-pandemic and fell short of that, Jorgensen says. A lot of our Long-time subscribers, for various reasons, didn't, you know, weren't, weren't back in the theater yet. Jorgensen thinks that the theater may have seen a couple years' worth of audience attrition all at once, but it did succeed in drawing in more younger people to the theater. And so did Ron Himes, the founder of the Black Rep. He says he and the Black Rep are trying to find other ways to get younger people in seats, too. Anybody 21 to 35-year-olds only pays $35 for a ticket. And we're hoping that that will appeal to people in that age bracket. So I think it's fair to say that while there were a lot of successes this year, 
art organizations are still recovering. I mean, many organizations have seen less revenue, of course, from the region's hotel-motel sales tax, and that's what funds the Regional Arts Commission. And then that money typically goes to arts organizations and grants. Vanessa Cooksey is president and CEO of RAC. She said earlier this year that travel still hasn't picked up enough to give them a boost in that hotel-motel sales tax. I personally think that it is permanent, uh, which is why RAC has to diversify our revenue. This year also brought a lot of changes to how arts organizations run themselves and how leaders take care of staff and of students. Kervin Doubted Boyd is artistic director of Big Money Dance Company, and he teaches dance at COCA. He says as students returned to classes, they needed more emotional support. Checking in, um, you know, uh, uh, really affirming the fact that they are human. It was a very real time for emotions and, and mental health. So there's changes to how organizations are working behind the scenes. But Jeremy, what about how they engage with the public? Yeah, well, for one thing, there's a lot more stuff online, whether it's classes or watching performances or getting a reservation. Abby Driver is public events coordinator for the Missouri Botanical Garden. She says that the Whitaker Music Festival's new reservation system will probably stay in place for years to come. You know, what was really great for us, truthfully, was it helped us further our mission because when we have, you know, thousands and thousands and thousands of people at the garden at once, um, that can actually hurt some of our conservation efforts. So music outdoors, plays indoors, galleries, all kinds of organizations are doing stuff, often smaller seasons and smaller audiences. Exactly. And I know it's kind of an issue that Carmen Gwynn, the founder of Almas del Ritmo Dance Company, has also been dealing with. So, like, she says that while COVID isn't going away, you still have a lot of dancers who are still taking precautions while also enjoying, you know, what they love to do most. COVID and it's still here. You know, I, it's not going anywhere. And so we still have to have some precautions in place and just have people be aware that, that we are out, but we're not. Well, Chad. Well, Jeremy. That was the year that was. I'll see you in 2023. And I will see you then too. Uh, I'm Jeremy Goodwin. And I'm Chad Davis. St. Louis Public Radio. Our David Kosser has edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.